Unity. It's a concept that every villain in fantasy and fiction believes is a hero's miracle asset when, if they just took a step back for a second and analyzed their surroundings, they'd realize they're simply piss-poor evildoers who are better off being a universal hair donor. You see, dividing a populace isn't a fallback plan for true-to-life villains. It's their focal point for burgeoning their capitalist dystopia. But what happens when you, a hero to the people and an anchor for your not-so-nuclear family, meets a marvelous mother type with smoking hot legs, fertile eggs, can draw, is well-read, and is down to peg, turns out to be part of the evil organization trying to familicide your family tree? Well, that's easy in my book. Pretend you're the little princess like you were raised in an orphanage, get estranged, foursome strange, and emancipate yourself from the burden of not getting ass while you live comfortably as an arm piece for a general in the Imperial Zone Army. Now that's the dream I'm trying to live. And I'm Nicole. And this is Mostly, Mostly Speaking Sentai. Yes, guys, like I will never say again, because I am the boy formerly known as James. I will now be represented by a symbol that symbolizes me as property of Nicole. And speaking of which, va va it's my common law that's got me in law the co-host of this show, bro. It's the Bricks, the darling homebody herself. Bow to thee. She is my master. Common law that's got you in laud? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I am now laud. I... You're in laud. Yes, 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 yes. With your family. Sure. I've been in laud. Yeah. Oh, no. Josh is over there saying, oh, she got you. You've been in laud. You've been in laud, bitch. Oh, damn. That's a great movie title. Like, if we were in the early 80s and people were just selling things based off from a poster and a name, it's in laud. And the tagline would be like... Maybe he's a oh copper. Oh, my lord. Uh, yeah, or no, it's, uh, you know, he's probably a lawyer or something. And he's like the, it's a lawyer guy and he has a briefcase, but he's at a wedding. And it's like, sometimes justice is just this. Uh, in-laws, or <laughs> I don't know. I'm, it's on the fucking spot, guys. I'd like mm-hmm. to see your fucking asses do better. Okay, that's to not to Nicole. That's to the listeners. For real, I want to see what you guys got. Give me a tagline for in-laud. It's someone who I guess is either forced into a marriage, kind of like the proposal. But what's the tagline to in-laud at MSS Pod on Twitter? Or go over to the Discord. There's a link in there. But I'd rather be it on Discord because then I can retweet it. And that gives us clout. Oh, yeah. Nicole, how are you? I'm good. Can we just make a podcast where it is us writing scripts? No. Or outlining scripts? No. Then the next episode is us writing it. Then we do a table read? No. All right. I'll pitch it to someone else. Great. All right. How are you? Did you want to talk about that big thing that happened in your life recently? 
which is that big thing that happened in your life at the store that you'll be selling stuff at. Oh, what else could it have been? I have no fucking clue what it what what you're talking about. Uh, that it rained this morning. That's pretty. That's okay. a big deal. Yeah. Some sure. people estimated by this time there would have been no rain. We would have been extinct. That um, you found a Yogi Bear coffee mug. Uh huh. I did have on my list of things. I found a coffee mug yeah. and a chip hazard in very good condition. Uh-huh. Not the you know full size talking one. Those ones are creepy. I don't want it. Get it out of here. And don't worry, guys. I did let off a huge electromagnetic pulse on the little fucker before it came into the house. Yes, the entire block was sans electricity for a few hours, but. You got to do your due diligence and make sure the commando elite and Gorgonite scum aren't fighting in your backyard, uh-huh. causing a ruckus. Yeah. Phil Hartman's not out there screaming, what are you guys doing? Speaking of which, we started watching Newsroom or News Radio. Holy fuck, is that funny? It's fine. For a multi-camera sitcom from the early 90s, mid-90s, it is amazing. Sure. I think it's very funny. Two thumbs up. Nicole, what you got to present? What do I have to present? Did you want to talk about this uh, gallery, Aya? Sure. What's it about? I emailed them and they got back to me. So that was fucking cool. (laughs) Uh, I have a space that they're letting me month? No, rent monthly. Mm Mm-hmm. To sell all my stuff. Hell yeah. Are you going to have dino cats there? Eventually. This is what you do. You have exclusive dino cats there. So Steve has to come hang out (laughs) with us in Chicago in order to purchase them. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No. Well, I mean, I do have some that I could bring. I probably should, honestly. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should you think I should? Yes. I also have this amazing idea. It takes two to toku. Just pull your headphones off for 30 seconds. We're going to be doing something that maybe you don't want to hear. Okay, Nicole, it's it's off. You make Dino Cat wedding toppers for them, and that's the gift for... I don't think they would want that. Well, I, I, they wouldn't really put them on the top of the cake, but it's a nice gift of like them in tuxedos, the Dino Cats. Uh-huh. I think that's a nice idea. Okay, guys, if you're back to us, rewind and let us know if that's a good idea. I... Even if it's just for my validation of being a good gift giver. Okay. Yeah, great. Make that my job uh-huh. to do literally everything. I'll pay you. So that you look good. No, I mean, you don't need <laughs> to do it. Like, you could say, like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it, but... Them hearing that, they're like, wow, James does do good gift. No. And then they'll be like, well, what are they really going to give us? Cash money, that's what? Uh, Our presents? Yeah, if we do end up going to the wedding, we're like, I'm sorry, guys. We had to take a train that cost $150 to get here. Yeah, Uh because we rented out a sleeper car. No, I think going to New York would be around that price. Yeah. Let us know. At MSS Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Amtrak. They're, they're subscribers, Amtrak. Whoa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got anything else to talk about that? Oh, God. I don't know. Well, yeah, it because it goes into 
you kind of derailed me in what I was trying to say, which was yeah. I'm working on making things for the next Darling Homebody stream <gasps> and trying to come up with some cool quote unquote gimmick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That would be fun. Yeah. I got a new a new figure that I'm working on. Whoa. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Exclusive, re- exclusive announcement. Nicole, you want to know a good gift for me in the future? Uh, sure. A dino cat made up to look like Yogi Bear. What? How? You draw on the tie and then I guess you'd ha- maybe have to mold the pork pie hat. But, you know, just make brown fur on them. The, the collar, make it look like he has a, a little bear nose. Absolutely not. All right, never mind, guys. Don't ask Nicole to do custom shit because she'll say $1,000. Yeah. Because, damn, that would be a good payday. Pay me $1,000 and I'll make you a Yogi Bear one. Oh, you're saying that to me or the yeah, audience? to you. Okay, audience, you pay the $1,000 <laughs> and give it to me for free, baby. <laughs> Nice. There you go. I'll send you a dick pic if you do that, audience. Nicole, no interest in that. No. Yeah. No, that wasn't a question. That was a statement. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh I mean, I have said to you fairly recently that sending unsolicited dick pics should be grounds for, uh, like, sexual assault. Yeah, it should. I know people started or it's been floated out in the NFT community or just like people talking about NFTs. Hey, you get a dick pic sent to you. You mint it as an NFT (laughs) and then you send them the link to purchase it on OpenSea or wherever it's minted at. And then that's the only way it can get off the Internet is you purchase it Uh and hopefully no one screenshot it. Yeah. There you go. But that's only if it's if someone sends it to you and you did not want that. Yes, because then it's probably in quotes revenge porn. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, you should be. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, darling, homebody stream. I'm excited for it. Nice. We're a little overdue, I think. Uh. Or March would have no? been. Yeah, March yes? is when we should be doing it. So you got uh, no a week's time, Nicole. Fuck. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not eating spicy stuff on stream unless it's for my prerogative now. I didn't say it was spicy stuff. Well, no, if you, if it's, oh, let's do a sleeper one. What What's the word I'm trying to think of? I don't a know. A placeholder stream. Oh, James could eat spicy guys again. Uh-huh. No, uh-uh. Unless I'm seeing a cut of that green, no thank you. Yeah. Anything else? I don't know. We watched Ghoulies 4 a little bit of that, and I just want to explain one thing that you said while watching. Yeah. Nicole goes, I don't think the writer of this movie has ever spoken to a woman. And I responded with, I don't think this person has ever had a conversation with a person. Because boy, oh boy. With just a person? Yeah, just anyone. <laughs> or the the only interactions with women this person has had are 
they have a friend, a man friend who was in a bad marriage and the mm-hmm. only interaction was that side of the story from the man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's how all women act, I guess. Sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then last night we watched a very scary movie, at least in my eyes. What was it? The Wicked and the Evil? The Dark and the Wicked. Okay, it's a Shudder original, right? Maybe? I don't think so. Okay, I thought it was. It. No, I think it was just exclusive. Okay. that I think you could still call that an original. But they didn't no. make it, James. Yeah. So we were watching this and we're like 12 minutes in. And Nicole's like, can can we can we change this? So I was like, yeah, that's fine. It was really slow. Yeah, and then I said, yeah, it would be very funny if in like the next thirty seconds, you know, this or this happens. And Nicole's like, uh, okay, fine. Well, no. We'll- then I was like, well, fuck. Now we gotta see what if that happened. And then thirty seconds in, like, yeah, just it goes crazy. And then I was about to start, like, saying, like, what I was going to think next. Oh, because then I guessed another thing that happens. And you're like, stop ruining the movie, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to say other things. And it was like, I could have ruined the movie further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm good, baby. But, yeah, that was scary. I almost started crying in that one scene where that woman's just stabbing herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was frightening it was scary Mm -hmm. but it was i don't know i just didn't really care about the characters at all yeah so yeah yeah because we really don't learn a lot like they go right into hey this is just a story we're telling and i i liked that part but you really don't care and the beginning's a little slow and just the last Three seconds of the movie, it's like, oh, well, this is just some, like, every other movie like this. It, well, yeah, the- and, like, that part, uh, how how the... The brother died? Yeah, I was yeah. gonna, <laughs> I was gonna try and say it without saying that, but, um, would have hit better if they had, like, developed the... If they had, like, shown us more of the relationship between, Mm -hmm. like, him and his family, but we didn't get that at all, so it wasn't that devastating when that happened. Yeah, because we don't— It was just like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, because for the longest time, I was like, is he even in a good relationship? I don't know. But I I give it, like, a three and a half out of five stars. I'd give it like two, two and a half. If you like possession stuff, watch this movie. It's very good. I disagree. All right. Well, if you like possession stuff and you want something to watch, check it out. Give it a run. Don't watch it stoned because that was a bad idea. Yeah, it was. I was just I wonder who maybe told you that. I was like, oh, no, Nicole, this is frightening. You... You asked me, and I was like, that's a bad idea, but if you're going to do it, like... It wasn't as bad as the first Ghoulies, though. Then that's your decision, and I'm going to be... I'm not turning this movie off, like... Because that was just... I mean, you almost turned the movie off. That was before you did the edibles. I... could have swore I did. I don't know. Because you had told Maybe me what did, movie it was. It doesn't matter, guys. People don't care when and when I not was high. Man, people, if if they started, like, binging this show, 
and w- listened to every episode in like the course of three months. They're like, wow, James really flipped quickly on his stance on uh-huh, being uh-huh. inebriated. Yeah. But I, it wasn't. It was the pandemic mixed with Franklin passing away and my constant anxiety attacks. Yeah. That led to this. Uh-huh. And I'm a happier person now. Are you? It's as if the <laughs> Cottonmouth Kings were right. I should be saying, bump, bump, bump. And it's like, James, that's maybe their only song about not getting high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that beat that you bang rolling down the street and they hear you coming. Nicole, I have one last thing. I think this is an idea for just a, a very special episode of this show where we go back and watch two of our favorite episodes from Die Ranger and do like a retrospective. Is this really very good still or is it just the first one we watched and that's why? Yeah. Or we put it up to a vote, say like send it to the listener, say, hey, what's your favorite arc or single episode of this we'll tally up the votes let us know at mss pod on twitter i mean from what i've heard from other sentai fans die ranger is really is that good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we yeah. lucked out i'm picking that as our first i don't know i think it's like the opposite of that oh because then it's only down from here yeah oh i don't know car ranger was good five man is excellent and oh baby, you gotta check out Jetman. What? Why? Turbo Ranger. Okay. Now I'm just. I, I now I'm. Li- I'm going to start listing bad seasons. Turbo Ranger. Okay. Q Ranger. Okay. Deca Ranger. Uh huh. I'm trying to think of now. Cannot like the other very good ones just to make people pissed. Yeah. Akiba Ranger. Uh huh. Kira Ranger. Sure. There you go. Those are all the shittiest Sentai I could think of, guys. We did it. We did it. Hooray, Valesimo. But speaking of Sentai, you want to get into it? Sure. Today we watched episode <laughs> 17, a five-man entitled Fumia's Love Declaration. In this, you want to know what, Nicole? You give a synopsis. Um, I'm really distracted because that baby Sinclair mask, okay, because you have that lamp there. It's just like, I can just see like one eyeball peeking out and I hate it. It's like, no peeking. (laughs) You're about to be the mama. The mama of the grave. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. That's how baby Sinclair talked. No. (laughs) I shit myself, but you're about to as well after the life fleets from your eyes. (laughs) Mm, Scary. We'll shit together. (laughs) A lot of people are like, oh, we're going to come mutually together. No, no, no. If you're in a real relationship, you should try and shit at the same exact time. And you'll be like, oh. Excuse you. Yeah, you got to hold it in for a day so it just easily comes out proud partner of the tokusatsu now hell yeah we haven't done that in a while i'm pretty sure we have not on the last episode there was a lot that's because we had guests Uh uh-huh uh-huh Ooh, baby i like it wrong there's no time to think about (laughs) when to place that plug i'm excited about next week's guest you guys won't know until next week 
Yeah. And where I'm nervous to ask the next two Dream Guest Get Quest attendees. One, I'm a little less nervous because I'm now working professionally with them. At Spread Icer. Have I revealed that? Dragon Boy Suede is the person and he finally got... I'm pretty sure you have. Verses back to me. So I think I think now is the perfect time. When that is ready to be released and scheduled, I can say, hey, would you like to come on to promote that? And then if he sees how well we record on a microphone, maybe he'll say, hey, come on, who charted, baby? Maybe. Fingy crust. Maybe not. Maybe not as well. But let's get into this synopsis. Yeah. Nicole? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the episode is the thing that we watched. Okay, so in this episode, Fumiya is like, oh, hey, I'm going to ask this lady out that I met. Well, I am a childless single adult. I see another childless single adult at an amusement park who didn't want to return a child. I'm going to ask this person out. I like the cut of their cloth. So it ends up being an Imperial Zone army lady, and she gets a spider attached to his head Spider-Man style. Or was that a beetle? Spider. Oh, it was also a spider? Hell yeah, they're they're stealing from themselves. Good good on them. And then, of course, the siblings realize that he's been brainwashed because they know him so well. They rip that spider off. Five man. Five man. So speaking of them doing this, we see Doldaro. She's a scientist. Which I did not understand that. I guess she's a scientist, Nicole. She she magical girls herself opposite into just everyday clothing. And she's looking pretty good, Nicole. And it's a surprise we have never done this for any series ever. Like, Die Ranger was perfect for this. I don't understand why we never did it. Let us rank the bad guys. The Silver Imperial Zone Army on... A sexiness scale. Mm-hmm. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are seven of them to go through. Do you want to rank it from one to seven? Or I have a a ranking scale if you'd like to hear what it is. What? Yeah. We, we, and we rank them instead of like, oh, S tier to F tier. We rank them on inverted, disgusted, neutral, twinkles, sopping. First up, Nicole, is Galactus Empress Meadow. That's the floating head in the sky. That's going to be number one. Oh, you think that's sexy? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I'm not inverted, but I am disgusted because there's just the so hair. much hair. Yes. Yeah. Like, if you're really kissing and you're starting to get sweaty, that hair is going to get wet and ugh, I don't want it. Uh-huh. So you're saying number one for her? Yeah. All right, next is First Captain chivalry wait who the fuck is that yeah that's what i was gonna ask that might be someone we meet later cool i don't wow because yeah that's no one we've ever met before so let's go on to captain garo he's big hat man Uh uh-huh he's got that big old sword um like zero zero i wait so if number one zero is even above that no, like, 
negative you're, okay. zero. You're you're inverted. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I, I say I'm neutral. The bottom. Okay, because yeah, he is a bottom. I would say I'm neutral on this, man. I'm not disgusted, but I'm not getting any twinkles in my pants, that is. Yeah. Next is Galactic Swordsman Billion. Okay. The other guy was technically number seven. Mm-hmm. Well, number six, because we don't know this other person oh yet, probably. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> number six, then. Uh-huh. Then Billion? Yes. Would be number four. Number four, okay. So then I'm guessing number five is, we'll go to him right now, Galactic Dongaros. Merchant Dongaros. Yeah. I, to me, I, he's kind of twinkles. Like, I, w- I would like to cuddle this man. Mm-hmm. And he's got money. He knows how to invest. I mean, you don't know that he has money. He does. He's given money out of his own pocket. Okay. He's He's frugal he's kind of a nicole type if you really look at him personality wise (laughs) i take offense to that okay all right you want to go on to the next one yes galactic scientist doldaro doldara i apologize who the fuck is that that she's the lady who changed into normal c oh she has like a scorpion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. shit then I would make that number two. Okay, yeah. She is sopping for me. And then number three would be Egghead. Galactic Fang Zaza. Sure. Yeah, I'd say I think she's also not inverted. Why would I say inverted? She's twinkles to me. Uh-huh. But on the edge of, because what's she like under that helmet? I I don't know. I don't know either. Is it like a Finn and Jake situation where it removes the hair and or the hat and then flowing locks, or is it a bowl cut? It. I mean, it looks like a bowl cut. Yeah, to it's me. probably a bowl cut. So, or or an egg cut, if you will. What is like if you're manscaping? What's like the pubic version of a bowl cut? Let us know, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just put a bowl on my pubis and I mean, cut yeah, around it. That's literally what a bowl cut is, dude. But I think it's it would be right at the base of everything. It would just be you putting like a cup mm-hmm. and then cutting around that. Or I would think more like a piece of paper and then you cut everything below the piece no, of paper. No, not like a literal cup, like a... Oh, sports one or whatever wait but then that's bad because then it's just hair around the like good stuff yeah that's why it's bad okay okay yeah because i don't want that i want hair away from the good stuff because if my mouth is going down there i don't want hair in it so you want like trimmed where your junk is but then a bush everywhere else yeah i mean like on the top uh, you know, like from from here to here. Yeah. The, I mean, also trimmed or well kept from there. Uh huh. Then it's more comfortable for the person because it's warm. Then would it be like like a pixie cut for the genitals? A bunt pan. <laughs> yeah, a bunt pan. Or no, I'm still doing the opposite. Or no, 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 that's correct. Yeah, a bunt pan. What's a bunt pan? It's like like a uh, cake. But it's like a ring. What? 
Yeah, because you said you want it trimmed where your jennies are. Yeah, but I don't think a bunt cake thing would still work. Yeah, because you just put your dingus through the hole in the middle. And then you cut everything around the dingus? Yeah. Yeah, but the bunt cake area is still going to be covered. Yeah. That's what you said you wanted. Oh, you like fish it all the way through. You're really tugging at it. Yeah. And then you're trimming just that. Okay, yeah. I guess that would work. That's what you said you wanted. But there are so many. You could just put a rubber band around it. (laughs) A cock ring around it. But then like how, what, you can't really do that for people with a vagina. Yeah, you can. You can't feed a vagina through a bun cake (laughs) hole, Nicole. Not with that attitude. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nicole doesn't believe two butts can touch each other, but believes that. Ass to ass. You can fucking bunt cake a vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, guys, let us know. Who do you think's the sexiest in the zone army? Is it that doctor that we didn't get to know? Let us know. That's how the... The hair lady does gets her hair cut is with a mm. bunt pan, but just like a really big one that goes around her face. Yeah, I don't I don't think the bunt cake thing is doable, Nicole. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Let's I want to see someone get their hair cut with a bunt cake. I don't know how it would I guess you would feed like the top you of your hair. You just put the actual it. cake there now. Yeah, I don't want that though. Is it a <laughs> greasy cake? <laughs> Get out of here, Nicole. You're being gross today. You're the one that did did this bit. But you made it grosser. No, you I just said, said like, cake. Cake? You said take a cake. And I said, okay. Take a cake? I'm confused. I'm trying to move on. <laughs> so in this episode, I was going to say movie, just literally Every villain, and it's hap- It's a trope in Sentai. It's okay. a trope in Sailor Moon. Everything of this genre, yeah. where oh, if we take down one of them, the rest will fall. It never works. I mean, literally nothing works. Uh, yeah, I mean, so... yes. I want to see a Sentai series where the Sentai team dies at the end, and the next Sentai team has to take responsibility and solve the issue well you know the thing is that they don't keep trying like that's a good plan Mm -hmm. and they just they fail once and they just give up yeah it's like just keep trying to do that also i thought this episode was gonna be that like she just is becomes like undercover girlfriend yeah and Yoko Ono's the, their shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except, like, I also kind of hate that term because yeah. then it's like, of course, you're blaming the woman for breaking up this band. Yeah. You're, like, villainizing her. Retrospectively, people are like, well, she, she was not the issue at all. Yeah. The only thing, it's just, the only weird thing she was doing was following them around everywhere. But, like, she... She loved her husband, Mm -hmm. so she just wanted to be around. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, fuck you if you think, oh, Yoko, oh, no, oh, oh, Mm -hmm. Or if you're in a band right now and you're like, oh, spouses can't come in our circle because they're going to break us up. Get out of here. Stop writing music. Unless it's really good. 
then I might tolerate it, okay? <laughs> so what I would love to see, we're in this YouTube era where a Sentai villain is like, all right, let's start trying to indoctrinate one of the members into like extremism and then it brainwashes them just how YouTube can brainwash people with their algorithm Mm -hmm. and bada bing bada boom they're on the side of the villains and then it's a whole like four episode arc of trying to deprogram them Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind it I mean, it might be traumatic for some people watching, but yeah, just put a content a warning at the beginning. So like, hey, guys, here's what we're trying to do with this episode, like Warner Brothers does for their problematic stuff in the past. Well, that's why I was like, oh, she would just she would just, uh, yeah, be undercover girlfriend and just like slowly uh, say and like do shit to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. So that they all hate each other. Or get pregnant. And then he's like, well, I got to raise his family. I don't have time to be a five man. You're four man now. I, no, because I feel like that would just give him more reason to oh, want to yeah. be a five man. Okay. Then actually, no. Then she no longer is in zone. She's like, well, no, I love this child and I love him now. This backfired on everyone. I'm part of the five man now. But if they did become four man, then they would eventually become five man again because Eric Foreman would come to there. and, uh, Or I guess Red. Red would probably be better on the Sentai team. Let's do that now, Nicole. That 70s show. Who are we pulling in for our Sentai team? No, that's that's only when we when we do a live show in Wisconsin, we'll do that. To all beat the shit out of the actor that plays Hyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Hyde is the villain and also Fez's too. Because Fez is just a disgusting character. If you really look back, he's like, oh, I just want a nut. I'm pretty sure he was dating Demi Lovato when she was like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not the character, the actor. That's our first note, guys. I love urban amusement parks, Nicole. It's like Michigan's adventure with a rural ass. Get out of here. You just said you love... I'm confused. Urban amusement parks. The fuck does that mean? What What this is, it's in the middle of the city. Okay. Urban. That means city or beautiful country music. I love an urban amusement park. They seem fun and lively just in the middle of this bustling metropolitan area. But... Oh, where's Michigan's Adventure at? Oh, you get off on this exit. I still don't see it. I still don't see it. Wow, there's just farmland over here. Well, there it is. It used to be called Deer Park, James. That's why it's out in the rural area. Uh Uh-huh. I do want to go back to Michigan's Adventure someday, and I want to bring Marshland Media people with us. Okay. That would be fun. Like, bring a Sean Marciniak, a Corwin, an et cetera. An et we don't really need Corey because Corey's been. Wow. What? No, because Corey's already been to Michigan's Adventure. He's from Michigan. We don't need Courtney because she's from Michigan. She's been to Michigan's Adventure. You know they've been there? Yes. I, oh, okay. We talked about it on. I mean, if Corey's been, so is Courtney because they're siblings. So that's a family trip. They're from Saginaw. So if, if they're coming from here to here, they're going as a family. Sure. Even if even if it's a friend of Corey saying like, oh, yeah, we're going. The sister's getting invited as well. Sure. 
But James, what about that time you went to Cedar Point and your family wasn't invited? It was just you with Jacob Lee's family and yeah. you have pictures and a little photo album still of it. Yeah. Well, sucks to be me. They had a three, like a VR Duke Nukem. Why would that suck to be you? Because people have called me out on my my lies. Wait, what? I'm confused. Because I'm saying, oh, if even if a family friend invites a single family, all of them have to go. But I have been in a situation where a family friend invited. Also, my sister's been in that okay. situation. Yeah, that that's a common occurrence, James. Well, sucks to be me. So that's why Corey and Courtney don't need to go. I'd still like them to Got visit. It. Such a long-winded way to get there, but okay. Long-quimded? <sighs> Just a long, stringy piece of quim. Thoughts on Michigan's adventure? What, any pleasant experiences there? Also, this is an amusement park. It used to own the largest wooden roller coaster in America, it's pretty fun for Until a small town. everyone realized that wooden roller coasters fucking suck. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> because if they are not well-maintained, they break your back. Yeah. Because the Wildcat sucked. That was the one they had before Shivering Timbers and Wowers Hours. Wowers Hours. It blows. <laughs> you could find cash in the water park because it's two parks for the price of one. Water park's fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was that one? It was like the snake bite. Or yeah, snake the snake pit. pit. Yeah. It was scary. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's three different runs of tubes, and it's pitch black in there, and it's fun. Yeah. And you'd think people would get hurt, but they don't. And they're fucking, I guess, I don't know why the, like, ground in the, like, water areas is, like, popcorn-y. Mm-hmm. That shit fucking hurts. My guess is it's a safety issue. So one, people won't run on that popcorny, hurty stuff, and two, it makes it so it's not sleek. Yeah, but like, I feel like you could just have like lines. I mean, you know what I mean? Instead of it being like just fucking sharp. Yeah, but now maybe they didn't have that technology when they laid that groundwork. I guess. 40 years ago. I don't know. I just feel like anything would be better than that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Guys, check out Michigan's Adventure. Literally, two parks for the price of one. Grab a Dr. Pepper can. You'll get three bucks off. And I don't get why people like wave pools so much. That shit is scary to me. I enjoy it. You might see a top pop off. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking drown. Are you not a strong swimmer like me who was... First place in some meats? No, and it was scary, and I didn't like it. Burger King is first place in some meats as well. Like a Whopper. I was a very fearful child. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm kidding, I was. I I hated climbing trees because I was like, what if I fall down and uh, it's going to hurt my hands grabbing that bark? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But my sister, she would, and brother, they would just climb up a tree real quick, and I'd say, I can't, guys. I don't have the upper body strength. I climbed some trees. It was fun. No. But it just, like, wouldn't go up too high. They would climb up so high, they'd have to have an oxygen tank. Whoa. Yeah. And then they'd, they'd free jump off from it with a little parachute. 
And all it had to be was a sheet because they're tiny humans. It didn't need to be a full parachute. Yeah. Just a three hooks on a sheet. They let that go because they had a backpack that just had three fishing rods on it. Sure. And then poop. Fishing rods, not like bungee cords. No, no, no. It, we weren't. Bungee cords at the time weren't readily accessible because my dad would hoard them and we didn't know where they were. But our fishing poles, we knew where those were. Those were mm. ours to mm-hmm. own. Yeah. And they come with hooks. Understood. So we didn't need to worry about it. This is a real story I'm telling you guys. Two children I once <laughs> saw climbed so high they needed oxygen masks, then made a makeshift parachute out of a sheet and three fishing rods. What are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we do need guests. Oh, fuck. Child with the red balloon is scary to me. Yes, and at this scene, I want to... Whoever makes comedies... If you're making like a sexy, raunchy comedy, do this scene where it's a man salivating, you know, like the werewolf or not the werewolf. He's just a wolf going like, but it's a it's a woman just doing motherly things because it's a man who like so badly wants to start a family. Uh Uh-huh. You know, she's like made macaroni and cheese and handed it to a child and he's like oh my god and then it's her like cleaning addition he's like oh oh and then it's her balancing the checkbook and he's like so it's basically just what what's his name ryan creamer but yeah a lady yes and it is instead of it's because in a lot of sexy raunchy comedies it's a woman like eating a popsicle and like really putting it down her throat and they're like oh my god and then it's her like it drips onto her chest and like she she's very heavy melon breasted and she like pushes her teats or not teat just her cleavage up to her mouth and licks it off and they're like oh god and then she like bends down and her pants rip or something because her ass is so bodacious and they're like mm-hmm so instead of that, like, sexualizing a woman, it's matronizing a woman. I mean, that's still sexualizing. Yeah, but not sexualizing. You think moms are sexy? Get out of here. Watch MILF porn, I guess, Nicole. <laughs> you have MILFs. But it's mothers I'd like to fa- No, um, mothers I'd like to not fornicate or fuck. Marry, but an F word that means marry. I think there is one. We're just not knowing it. Let's get on to the next note. Let's see how you'll turn this note sexual. That's just like the new game of this podcast. This man goes up to these police officers who are like. Child with a red balloon is creepy. And somehow you brought it. Well, no, that's my next note on this scene. Somehow you brought it to a wolf going awooga. Well, no, it's not a real wolf. And milf porn. You brought up milf porn, Nicole. I did not. Because you were like, oh, that mothers are sexualized. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, I want to see her spray milk on Apple Jacks, you pervert. 
Hey guys, it's James in the edit. I am realizing the conversation we're about to have doesn't make any sense because I didn't explain, hey, we're talking about a Don't Stop or We'll Die song called She's Got Titties, Parenthetical, in All the Right Places. With that in mind, please listen. It will make sense now. Also, it's about a babysitter that they had as a child. Now it'll make sense. Bye. Bring your titties on my Applejacks. Which is weird. That That's a teen. Isn't it like a? it's a young babysitter? Like, even if they're 20, they... You have you to. You don't know that they're a young babysitter. But you, or it's there's never. Probably a, I don't know. I've never seen the music video. It's never established that she is a mother who is lactating. So, like, in that scenario, they are talking about a MILF. Yeah. Unless it's just someone who does titty porn, milking porn that takes the hormones they got. That has to exist. I, I don't know. You lost me. You completely lost me. Spray I, your titties on my I thought you started tracks. out with saying something about them being a teen. Well, no. It, it, and it, then you went to, I'm, I don't know. Well, because, well, they can't be a teen now unless they're a teen mom because you just don't, to anyone listening, breasts don't just leak milk at willy nilly. Unless your name's what? a willy-nilly, baby. Oh, yeah. That was a what as in, like, you're playing the audience, correct? Yeah. Okay, all right. My next note is she's just accused of not kidnapping or at, at most yes. not kidnapping, at least, like, not returning the child. And this man comes yes, up and is, is like— Accused of kidnapping. Okay, well, he comes up and is like, no, no, she was just crying. And then this lady who's beautiful and reminds me of my mom that I never knew. So how does it remind me of my mother? It should have been more like, reminds me of my sister. You know? This, no. Or it remind she reminds me of Arthur G6, my good friend and my parent. Mm-hmm. But then Fumia gets goddamn cock-blocked by his sisters because he's about to, like, ask for them digits. And then the sisters are like, where have you been? We have to carry all of this stuff, these two tiny women. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty freaky. So he then goes, asks her out because he's like, well, I know where she'll be if I just go to the amusement park every single day, which I think he's already doing. I'm just going to, hey, I'll dress up in a suit this time. And she's there. They in, She gets accosted by this big old spider and is, uh, he's screaming, open your eyes, you can't. And at this point, he gets the mind controlling spider on him. And Fucking gross. It is. But what's weirder about this is they make family relationships into like some Sherlock Holmes detective work of him doing very slight things. And they're like, well, something has to be up. He would never do that. I thought it was hilarious. It is very funny because it is so insane. But like thinking about it as it as a kid's show, like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But just watching it through the lens of it being like a regular show, it is very funny. Yeah. If my siblings were to, like, come around me and even if I did do something weird, they'd be like, oh, well, James is just having, like, a manic anxiety attack right now. He's weird. 
Yeah. And there wasn't even like one of them that was like, no. Mm -hmm. They just all were in agreement. Like, even the robot is. (laughs) So these are the things that he does, and they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. He's humming and singing. Arthur's like, that's weird. He never does that. And everyone's like, yeah, he's tone deaf. It's he doesn't like it when people hear him sing. Then But he's in love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he is embarrassed. So he normally scratches his head, but he just like touches his chest. So oh, something's up. Then he breaks something and rubs his nose. Or doesn't rub his nose. So that's weird. Usually he does that. And then finally, he just throws out a mug that if anyone were to throw out, you'd be like, wow, you're just wasteful. But he's generally very thrifty and is willing to fix anything that's broken. So they're all like, wow, something the is only weird. The thing that I was like, okay, yeah, that would be suspicious is that he would just throw out his favorite mug. Yes. It's weird. That, I mean, I guess I have a favorite. I have two favorite mugs now. Mm-hmm. One is the Yogi Bear Jellystone Park from Peoria, Illinois. Sure. And the mug you made me with the Mystery Science Theater silhouette around the brim oh, of it. Oh, that I drew on there. Wait, you drew, that wasn't a stencil? No. Oh, dude, you did so well on that. <laughs> I've always thought that was a stencil. No. Okay, you didn't like cut out or like print out no. that picture and- No. Oh, damn, guys, Nicole's good at what she does, hire her. <laughs> But for like no buy my shit, dude. Aggressive amounts of money. It has to be worth her time. But yeah, I love that scene, but it was also I mean, that's why I loved it. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So then it's nighttime that Spider-Man is on the top of it's a spider monster, we should say. He's on top of this huge building and he's like, I now control you, Fumia, and then zaps a beam into them which means he knows where he lives the two episodes ago they were trying to find out where's the base where's the base true so now they know where the base is see that's the thing is that i was saying earlier Mm -hmm. they get a plan and then they fail once and they just give up yeah like that's some bo i mean that's what the bozak did and that's why it was funny because they're they're parroting this bullshit yeah Guys, Car Ranger is now elevated again. (laughs) So he then we see him in these pineapple pajamas that are the pants are not pants. They are short shorts on him. Mm -hmm. And he has a pocket knife, which made me terrified because of the movie we watched last night. And then he comes into the room and just starts trying to stab his brother, Gaku. And then he's like, no, don't, don't. Flash. We're at the beach, and I, it's weird that they made it, like, seem like the mom. Because that's just edible, complex stuff that I don't like getting into. Mm-hmm. Because moms are gross. I apologize, mothers out there. Mothers who are motherly are gross. If you just have a child and you're cool, you're not. Wow, moms, rude. <laughs> moms like my mom are gross. Sorry, mom. Rude. Apologize. No, she knows what she does every time I see her. She's overly loving. Calm down, mom. Never. Say never. Too fucking bad, bitch. So she says, oh, well, he asks, where are we going next? And she says, beyond the sea. 
And yeah. if this were like a mom, he should have been like, oh, uh, she's, she asks. That's where you'll find me beyond the sea lab underneath the water I'm bloated and a corpse. So she's like, can you do that? And if it were a mother-son relationship, he should have been like, oh, hell yeah, mom, I can do that. I can go way beyond the sea. Just watch. And also hands all the changers over to her. And then he's about to jump off. Then bloop, all of a sudden the spider controller is off from his head. And she's like, what the hell? Then phew. Oh, what, what was that bolt of lightning that just passed me by? Oh, it was Ken. He stole the changers back. And they were like, we know our brother. And Ken says, direct quote, I am not making this up. He says, I don't like to boast, but I can remember the smell of Fumia's peepee <laughs> when he was a child. <laughs> yeah, my note for that was just weird brag. Yes. <laughs> extremely weird. Because also the sister is like, and we took baths together. And then I said, ooh, and they're still taking baths together to this like, day. Okay, that's just so weird. Like the way that they that she said it, it was mm -hmm. so like weird. And also I should clarify, those two actors are married in real life. So you could assume they still take baths together. Right. That's why you said that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to clarify for anyone who doesn't know, oh, James is just being a weirdo right yeah. now. No, they're married in real life, not in storyline. Uh, maybe they are. Right. That's beautiful. You play twins on a show and then you got to Twins. know more. And then they win at the end. They're also looking out into the ocean and then they are all remembering when they went to the carnival with their parent who is Arthur. Yeah, that part was confusing. Yeah, I didn't understand it at all. Um, uh, I guess it's just like, hey, this was us as kids. We're broken, but we're we're together always. Mm -hmm. Arthur should have been with them. And I loved, we didn't comment on it, but David loving this show so much on last week's episode, I was so glad. Because I was afraid he'd be like, wow, man, this show with the children sucks. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad that, so this reconfirms our thoughts is Arthur G6 is the best mentor that we've had so far. Yeah. Taku's the worst. Tak was just, it wasn't his fault. His programming was fucked up. So he didn't have all the answers. Dapu is just cool. And then Arthur. And then of course, if we include Laurent, no. <laughs> the bones. Oh, it, well, no, no, we said Jesus is the best because uh -huh. that's Bible man's mentor. Yeah. But if we throw Bible man out, it's our boy, Arthur. It, it, would Jesus be the best? Yeah. He's the greatest mentor to show you the light in the way. Have you never read his holy book and teachings? <laughs> no, I haven't. Wow, man. Read the book of Judas at least. Okay. All right, guys. I think that's it. Any more comments? Yeah. What's that? The song in the fight scene is dope. Oh, I don't remember it. You don't? No. When they're all they're all fighting and they're just like, yeah, I'm yellow. 
and there's a song going and they're singing and they're like, we're a family and stuff. Heck yeah, dude. And it was good. Can I say a joke that I wanted to say on Facebook Messenger to you? I guess. Okay, so we have. I believe we've told this story before on this podcast how when you were a child, you wrote a letter to Santa to be like, hey, I just want my parents back together. Mm-hmm. I sent you a photo of Pop-Tarts, but it was like the filling was divorce papers. Yeah. And it would have been funny if Santa had sent you that as a gift in response to that letter. Especially because back then you would have been like, I don't know what these are. I took a bite out of these and I just got paper. Why? What? Wait, why is that funny? I don't get it. I. It makes sense in my mind because like it's, hey, I want my parents back together and- Santa's like, oh, so here's he a gift. So he sends me divorce yes. papers. Yes. He wants to divorce me? No, no, he's just, it's the divorce papers from your parents. And he's like, there you go, kid. And you're like, yay, it's Pop-Tarts. But you take a bite out of it and, uh-oh, signed, sealed, copied, and sent. Got it. Into your mouth. Yeah, that's super funny. It's the sweet irony of childhood, you know? Yeah. Like you think it's all good and dandy, but when you really dissect and take a bite into it, digest it fully, you realize it's traumatic as hell. And I think that's what that Photoshop of What, that Pop-Tarts, childhood is traumatic as hell? Yeah. Like w- right. when you look back at it, you're like, oh, it's great. I love it. But if you really digest, no, there's divorce papers inside of that sweetness. Sure. Guys, let us know at NMSS Pod. Did what I say make sense? Jesus Christ. This was a shit show of an episode, I yeah. think. Wow. People are going to love that it, was though. wild. Wild and it was crazy bad? children. No, it wasn't. We okay. had some good stuff. We ranked sexiness, sopping. Yeah, I hated that part. Damn. If you were on there, you'd be the goddamn ocean. That's where I would rank you. Uh-huh. 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 I would if there was a planet that was what about, only What about beyond the ocean? Ooh, you're beyond sopping, Nicole. Making it. Tying relevant, it all together. Relevant. Yeah. To a callback. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nicole, what you got to plug? Walking into the ocean. <laughs> all right. With a bunch of rocks in your pocket. With a spider in your hair. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Take an anvil with you. Title of the episode, Walking into the Ocean with a Spider in Your Hair. That's far too long. <laughs> Beyond the Ocean, that's that's the better one. Oh, boy. Or okay. it's in-lawed. No. No! God is Okay, what's baby? the better movie idea? In-lawed or Blasphemer? God fucking damn it. They're both terrible. Okay, well, what but would make for different reasons? What would what would make the most money in video rentals in 1993? Okay, so here's the thing. Yes, <laughs> is that in laud up front would make a lot of money. Yeah, because it's just like a classic rom com. Mm-hmm. But blasphemed would has the potential. To become a cult classic Midnight in overtime, 
be better. Like it has lasting power. Okay, well then Inlawed will actually get the big studios behind it because they want the money as quickly as possible. Uh-huh. But as an indie cult darling, yeah. blasphemer. Exactly. At MSS Pod, let us know, guys, in a five-star iTunes <laughs> review. Yes. What you got to plug? Plugs! I am Darling Homebody on all the social medias that I'm on. Visit DarlingHomebody.com to look at and possibly purchase creepy, cute things that I make. Like me. Most recently, in pause, we trust prayer candles, baby. And then head on over to patreon.com slash darling homebody for a monthly sticker magnet. Sign up before April 1st to get a monarch butterfly that looks like a cat that was mean to me once. Well, what cat? Big Josh's cat. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) I got an idea for you. If you ever were a street performer... As a robot, a silver robot, you would call yourself Darling Chrome Body. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're ever in Italy or nearby areas, Darling Rome Body. Whoa. That's all I have. Or if I just like to travel a lot. Oh, yeah, because you're Rome with an A. Yeah. Or if you're on your cell phone in, you know, weird areas. Yeah. I mean, that's the end of my plugs, dude. Hey, guys, check out me on Shuffling the Deck, Sweet Child of Time. Or go back in the catalog, listen to This Movie's Gay. Or, oh, my God, Hit It and Crit It is coming back. Check all of that stuff out. Go to MLMPod.com for information, links to listen, or just search wherever you're listening right now to those podcasts I just said. Listen to my music under Marshland Monster. It's good stuff. Ooh-wee. Melzer should be coming on soon because he's got something to plug a short that he made that's going to be hitting the festival scene. But why am I bringing that up in my plugs? Uh, I made some original music for the fucker. Oh, yeah, it's a good one called Special Delivery. Then head over to the Patreon where we are finishing up our month-long Three Ninjas extravaganza. We went through all four movies, Lil' Corey and I. That's $5 a month, and you get the back catalog of all the other shows we've done, plus new ones coming up in the future. Or if you're a $10 patron, you get watch-along streams. It's very good, monthly usually, but in the month of March, I did four for all of the Three Ninja movies because I just couldn't pick which one I wanted. Plus, you get shout-outs on every single free feed episode, so let's begin with that. Starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z., The Waz, Orion, he's a rapper, D-F-O-D-Foe, Kayla, a.k.a. Two Grapes, Tyler Wright, he's our friend, Elliot W., at Garlic Sunshine on Instagram for their amazing artwork, Jordan B., The Chaos Witch, oh yeah, and finally, Steve Barnes, at IntroVoid on Spotify and Substack. Also, the host of Sweet Child of Time. It's a Wheel of Time podcast. Check it out. I'm on it. I'm the sweet child. I've been James. I'm Nicole. And we've been Mostly, Mostly Speaking Sentai. Bye-bye. P. Actually, today we've we talked a lot about Sentai, so uh, fuck you, people. Bye. <laughs> This has been a Marshland Media production. 
produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today. Oh, yeah.